Hey guys, thanks for tuning us in for this 60th episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. Special guests for this episode include singer Jamie Jones and country singer and songwriter Teddy Robb. If you would, please take the time to subscribe, drop a like, comment, leave some feedback, and of course share with your friends. Our first guest on the podcast is lead singer of All For One, Jamie Jones. Also does gospel music and producing as well. Has a new EP for Christmas that is just available now. First off, Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me and good morning. Now, now Jamie, tell us uh, uh, if, uh, if folks are genre-specific, uh, may not know some of the other work that you've done. Uh, we know you've been doing uh, gospel work for, for several years. And uh, tell the folks just a, a little bit about uh, growing the gospel chops and uh, the, the new album release, uh, the new EP release available. Well, you know, as, as you said, um, I have been doing gospel music for a, a little while now, and you know, me and most of the guys in in the group, we kind of grew up in church, you know, so that was kind of second nature for for me to kind of go back to that. And, you know, I've always been, you know, a, a very spiritual person, but also, too, like I said, it's just been part of my, it's part of, like, who I am, part of my roots. Um, but, you know, with All for One, I sing pop and R&B music, and, and I still love that as well. Um, so... I wanted to put out a, a new project and just kind of remind people of the stuff that I like to do when I'm doing my own music, which is usually, you know, maybe a little more R&B at times than the stuff I do with All For One, um, but still kind of pop and fun. So I put together this Christmas uh, EP, uh, Christmas at Home with Jamie Jones, which I'm really, really proud about and, and really excited about. And, you know, put in a couple of those classics that I grew up with that may not be the ones you know every every time Christmas music starts playing, um, as well as a couple of originals that I got a chance to write and, and uh, do with a couple of the artists that I've been working with. And I know that the uh, the the lead single is uh, is all I want. I was actually uh, jamming out as as much as a uh, late forties year old dad could do. Uh, you know, shaking the shoulders <laughs> and bobbing the head a little bit, but uh, picking the picking the mood up a little bit going into the the holidays as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, Christmas is about at least to me. You know, I I always think of my kids when they were younger. And just the smiles. It was just all day just grinning, you know, grinning in the morning about the fact that they're going to open presents. And then once the presents are open and then once they get a chance to, like, play with it, it's just smiling all day. And I'll, I have a pretty large Christmas playlist going on in the background. And it's usually the ones that are a little more up-tempo that kind of gets everybody, as you said, it gets everybody's shoulders uh, shaking and head bobbing and all that good stuff. So I figure, you know, I love the ballads too. Don't get me wrong. I kind of made my whole business based on ballads, but I also like the up-tempos and the fun ones. Now, Jamie, this year being what it has, uh, having a chance to maybe step back a little bit, how much? What, what are maybe the things that you've uh, you've taken an appreciation in this year that that, that maybe you haven't had the time with uh, in years past? Oh man, I mean, quite a few things. Honestly, I, I I've really taken this year to just actually look back 
and and find things to be grateful for, you know, because it's so easy to be, you know, upset and frustrated because we all are and with everything going on. But I, I think this year has been a, a a really good time to really just reflect and think about the things that I'm I'm very grateful for, you know, my children and and their health and the fact that I can do music as my as my job as my living and I have a I have a recording studio here at home I have one that I travel with and then I have a, a actual commercial recording studio and I I get the opportunity that even you know now while we're all kind of stuck at home especially here in California but I can still do the things that really make me happy the things that that really give me an escape and um you know it's just another one of those things and i'm just grateful about and i think it's just really important i think for people's mental psyche as well as just period to to just try to find the good in everything and try to find the the you know a reason to be grateful that's right and and what is maybe the uh, the, the biggest thing that you learned in in 2020 i mean i'm i'm still uh, learning zoom but what what has been the thing that you <laughs> maybe maybe whether it was by necessity what's the biggest thing you learned this year i think it's probably you and me are probably on the same page zoom has definitely been something that man i have become a pro at i mean I, i've got all the virtual backgrounds down and uh you know i could i what's actually been fun is, you know, I do a lot of production work, and I work with a lot of different artists, so I've been doing a lot of work still with, with Disney and uh, Netflix, and we've actually been doing quite a bit of virtual recording sessions through Zoom, which have been fun, I guess, to say. <laughs> it's, it, it's definitely been uh, cool to continue to work and, and do what I do, but it's, it's, uh, it's you know, challenging sometimes, but also pretty cool that we can actually I can actually control someone's computer through Zoom and and record them as if I'm in the same room. That, that is good stuff. And Jamie, again, the, uh, the the EP Christmas at Home with Jamie Jones. I want to make sure if if folks want more information or uh, or where they can pick up the the new EP as well. Well, it's it's everywhere music is streamed or sold. So if, if you're an iTunes person or you're a Spotify person or a Deezer or whatever it is, you listen to your music, you can find it there. And uh, also at all my social media pages, and it's simple. It's just Hey Jamie Jones. So whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, just look up Hey Jamie Jones, J-M-I-E-J-O-N-E-S, um, and you'll find me. All right. Well, Jamie, it's uh, it's been great to visit with you this morning. Uh, appreciate you taking the time. Love the new Christmas music. Hope you have a, uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, my friend. Thank you, and, and the same to you and to all of your listeners. God bless everybody, and thank you so much. Our next guest is country artist Teddy Robb. We'll talk about his new single, Heaven on Dirt, and the pandemic, and he'll even play a song for us while he visits. Well, like I said, no idea where we'll go, but uh, we'll get there. I, I want to get to know you a little bit better, and uh, and our listeners get the chance to as well. Well, man, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm from Akron, Ohio, so uh, I mean, I say Akron, but... Apparently in my hometown, people have been getting uh, 
upset with me for saying Akron when it's really uh, it's like uh, Portage Lakes and uh, Canal Fulton is where I went to high school. So. Okay, that's yeah. cool. My uh, my sister was born in Dayton. My dad was in the Air Force, uh, so she was born in Dayton at Wright Patterson Air Force Base there. And uh, uh, so yeah, we have some Ohio in our family. We got Ohio. We got Georgia. I mean, man, I, I love uh, love being from Ohio. Uh, a lot of a lot of people leave Ohio, and I, I'm one of them. But you know, if it wasn't for music and it wasn't for my, my career kind of going the way it is, I would be back there. I miss home. I miss my family. I miss kind of where, uh, you know, where I grew up. And that's a lot uh, of what Heaven on Dirt is, you know, what I'm singing about. And that is just uh, I kind of really connected with this song. And, and especially during this time of, you know, kind of not being like, well, kind of being stuck at home and, uh, you know, having having more time than I I'd like to have with myself sometimes. And it really uh, has been an awesome time to reflect on what matters. So, you know, how, how has this year been writing wise? That's what I, I, I like to ask everybody. I mean, it's been peaks and valleys has, has it been that way inspiration wise as well? Oh yeah. I, you know, starting off in, you know, March, we, we kind of jumped right into trying to write on zoom and, you know, I actually have got a couple songs that were, you know, some of my favorite songs on Zoom, which is, you know, I don't want to do it that way all the time, but there are certainly going to be times where even as, as we're starting to get comfortable writing in the same room together again, where like finishing up a song on Zoom has been awesome. But man, for me, it, it, it's been just a, a year that... Uh, I don't think any of us could have ever expected and it's really hard and I, I just can't uh, emphasize enough how tough it's been on the music community. Uh, for me personally, I've just tried to shift that energy of like, I think every day I'm frustrated about kind of not being able to solve this problem of wanting to play live music. And a lot of uh, that energy that I have, I've put it into writing. So I've been writing like crazy this year. Um, for, you know, last year I was doing radio tours. So this year I'm, I've, you know, probably tripled the amount of songs that I wrote last year. And it's been, it's been really good. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, take lemons and make some lemonade and creatively, it's been a really cool year. Being a road warrior on those radio tours, what's, what was, uh, what was your very first radio stop? Like what, what, how much different is your radio visits today, as opposed to, uh, that first visit, the first time you walked through the radio station doors? Well, it was in, uh, it was actually in Memphis and I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was nervous. I think I was probably shaking almost. I, I was, I was pretty nervous to start off and you know, it's like that was in my head. I'm like, this is it. This is my opportunity to make it or not. And I was putting a lot of pressure on those, those first visits. And then what you kind of just start realizing is that the more comfortable, the, the more yourself you are, the better they go. And my first visits went well, but I definitely had more nerves. It, I was just talking to uh, you know a friend about how this, it's all getting kind of easier as you go along with it. In the beginning of radio tour, it, you know, one, you're not getting the sleep you're used to, you're on the road a ton, you're traveling, you're flying more, it feels like every day your career is kind of on the line and the longer you stay in it and the more you keep doing it it starts to get fun it's like today me and you we've never really talked but here we are you know it's just getting to know each other and that's 
gotten really fun for me. I really enjoy the radio stuff now. It's like it's an opportunity to go meet somebody who is, you know, investing into my career, playing my song on their radio. And it's just a chance for us to hang out and get to know each other and see if they might like me as a person as well as my music. And, and you don't even have to put shoes or socks on. Man, I got socks on, but I don't. <laughs> I put pants on, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got I've got shorts and I've got my flip flops. So I don't have socks on. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Now, now, where did uh, where did you first get introduced to? Who was your first musical uh, introduction? Who introduced you to music? I guess in your life. Man, I uh, I wasn't ever a musician until I was really in my twenties. In high school, it was all about sports, and I knew I loved guitar, and I, I loved. I kind of had a different, uh, I guess, style than a lot of the people that uh, went to. I went to school with. I was into kind of like classic rock music and uh, the Eagles, Bob Seger, things like that. Where you know, I, I feel like there was definitely a country scene, but I wasn't in it. Um, a lot of the, my friends and stuff just grew up on like hip hop and rap and stuff, and then. <clears throat> It was about 16, I started listening to country music, then I heard George Strait, and then I was at a uh, a little acoustic place, it was, a van- it was a restaurant, and there was two guys playing guitar and singing, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> now, when, when, did, when did the bug get you? Man, so I was in college, I was going to school for business, sorry, I got some of my throat, it's not, uh, not COVID. You say that now. Yeah. So you can't sneeze or cough or uh, anything these days without somebody thinking that you're sick. But uh, I promise I'm OK. <laughs> um, so I was in uh, I was in a business class and one of my teachers challenged us to basically say, wildest dreams, what would you do with your life? And I'd been playing a little bit of guitar and I, it was my turn. I said, I want to be a country artist and a, you know, a songwriter. And he's like, well, have you ever played on stage or anything? And uh, I hadn't at the time. And and he challenged me to go do an open mic. So I took the challenge. I went, found one online. It was a little coffee shop in my hometown. Signed up on, you know, the list. Played like three songs. And it just kind of set me on fire. Um, Like I hadn't been since, you know, probably playing football at that time. And just always being, you know, identified as a football player. And then all of a sudden I'm doing music, but kind of getting that same feeling of being on stage that I got when I'd run out on the field. Uh, it just, it connected for me right away. Actually, I started doing some open mics and that turned into getting paid to do gigs. And eventually that turned into me wanting to move to Nashville. Now, did, uh, did some of your buddies uh, take a little while longer to, to, to buy into the idea of you not playing sports and doing and, and strumming a guitar? Man, I've got a really great support system. And my friends, they were, they were always proud that I was doing something that I wanted to do. But it took, I would say, years to you know, kind of get people to buy into the idea that you know, I'm not just... I'm not just messing around. This isn't like a hobby. I'm, I'm putting everything I have into this. And that was uh, that was years, I think, before my whole friend group was like, all right, he's a musician. He's not a football <laughs> <laughs> to you, So you've graduated. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, 
it, I really graduated when I started feeling like I was less of an athlete than I was a musician. <laughs> I felt a lot. I, I felt less athletic long before I felt less musical. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, you got the guitar in front of you. I, I hate to, to just see it go to waste without being being strummed on. So uh, you got something you can play for us today? Sure. Yeah, this is my current single. It's called Heaven on Dirt. And I'm just I'm, I'm really having a, a blast with this, getting to play this song for people. And I, I can't wait for things to open back up and get to play this because, uh, man, it, it just it really takes me back home and growing up fishing and hunting and playing football and kind of the early stages of me becoming an outdoorsman. My daddy used to curse that ground, but he still put the money down on a shotgun trailer house on the outskirts of a town nobody knows. Born blessed, but I couldn't tell. I grew up fast and fall like hell to get out of there anywhere. I didn't care, but I had to go. Might be a little rose-colored glasses, but seems like every year that passes, thinking more about way back when. I didn't know it back then, but it was heaven on. Dirt. Ain't no place on earth like that 48 plot where you talk to God cause your cell phone didn't work. Might not be for everyone. That red still runs in my blood. The beer was cold, the trucks were old, the dust was gold, it was heaven on dirt. Kiss my first love in the front yard On the hood of my first used car Had some good nights with some good friends And mud tires on holy ground I moved out and we lost touch I didn't know we meant so much But you don't know what you're missing when you ain't around You don't know what you got till they tear it down no. It was heaven on Dirt. Ain't no place on earth like that 40 acre plot where you talk to God cause your cell phone didn't work. Might not be for everyone, there it still runs in my blood. The beer was cold, the trucks were old, the dust was gold, it was heaven on dirt. Heaven on dirt. Might be a little rose colored glasses, but it seems like every year that passes, I'm thinking more about way back when. I didn't know it back then, but it was heaven on dirt. Ain't no place on earth. Like that 40 acre plot where you talk to God Cause your cell phone didn't work It might not be for everyone There it still runs in my blood The beer was cold 
was having all dirt. Oh, it was having all dirt. So, so when you're singing on a Zoom conference like this, like we're doing. You can't just look at my mug. Are you looking at Yoda? Was that you? Were you looking at Yoda behind me? Is that who you were singing to? Man, I didn't even notice Yoda until. <laughs> oh man, I close my eyes sometimes and just pretend I'm playing to an audience. And uh... <laughs> how, how much have you had an opportunity to play even for a, a small audience since all of this kind of shut down? Yeah, we. Uh, I've played a couple times uh, at the Listening Room here in Nashville. They're an awesome venue that has figured out a way to socially distant, uh, have a concert and and do rounds, and uh, that's just been honestly, it's it's been so awesome to that they're fighting to still have music, you know, and and they're uh, they're still having it. Um, I've done. I think a radio show maybe. And, and it was, you know, again, it's like they're, they're people are really having to fight to have live music right now. And, uh, I'm glad they are, uh, you know, I'm not here to get into an, a debate about what we should or shouldn't do, but I, I believe that music is essential and I think it's healing and I think people need it and our industry needs to have live music and the, whatever is, the fastest way possible back to that is what I'm for. And, and it's therapeutic, not only for the, the folks listening to it, but it's also therapy for, for the artists, the songwriters and all that as well. Absolutely. And, you know, and the band members too, it, it, those are, uh, there's, I mean, there's so many people right now that I'm seeing like great guitar players driving for Uber and getting their real estate license and that's you know for me that i just it, it's heartbreaking um i, I love that they're fighting and, and doing what they got to do until but we're gonna we uh we gotta come back soon or we're gonna start losing some some amazing musicians now what is uh what has been the driving force what has kept uh kept the faith for you what is maybe somebody that's been in your corner that's really been uh inspirational for you this year well, uh, I've got an awesome manager that I, I think we've uh, we've hiked hundreds and hundreds of miles. We we live right by a uh, Percy and Edwin Warner Park, and you know he's been somebody that's just kept me focused. And when I've been mad and needed to yell, uh, you know he's been there, and and we've all been able to do it while we've been outdoors. So, been very thankful for that. I'm kind of an outdoors guy, and to have the park right here, I, you know, I started is like I used to get like, you know, maybe three or four hikes in a week that were like maybe 30, 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden it was an hour. And then all of a sudden it was like, we're going on two, three hours. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just keep walking. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what what was it like the first time you actually got on stage to play? Uh, even with a smaller audience. I mean, were the butterflies, was it that much more intense? Oh, uh, like... Uh, since like the pandemic or just first time ever for no, the first time you got to play after, uh, after not being able to play for so long, man, I, the, I'm, I don't know a whole lot about drugs, but I, I've heard a, quite a bit about them in my life. And I would say that that's the closest thing I could probably relate it to is that it was like a drug. Uh, I was so excited. I, I don't, I haven't been nervous. I, you know, I've got myself into some habits 
through the uh, pandemic that, I, you know, I'm playing. I've got like every day I've got these two guitars that sit right here. And I've just been practicing and practicing and playing and getting more time with them than I ever really have. And I think the more comfortable you are with your instrument and playing, the less nerves you have. And so I haven't been nervous, but I have been really excited the times that I've gotten on stage. And, uh, you know, kind of another really interesting thing that I've noticed is happening is it's been nine months now or whatever since March. And I haven't stopped working on my craft that, you know, I'm working on it every day, but I haven't been able to go out and kind of show that. So every time I've been able to get on stage, I'm like, wow, that was a lot easier than the last time. <laughs> You know, more fun. So I've been kind of loving that process. I I started playing and singing a little bit later in life. So I've always just kind of had this like, I guess, chip on my shoulder that I'm a little bit behind. And, I, you know, I need to keep working at my, playing guitar and singing and everything. So uh, it's been a really fun journey this year. You know, speaking of like some silver linings, uh, just being able to really put time into singing and playing guitar. Now, what's the what's the part in in the songwriting process? I, I like this is another question I love to ask folks: is what is usually the first part for you? Is it is it a melody? Is it a hook? What what is it that usually is the the beginning of a new song for you? For my style, and I think a lot of country music now, songs come from a lot of different ways. It can come just from a melody, and then you put words to it can come from a groove or this or that. But for me, we can, we can find a melody in a groove. Uh, it's, do we have an idea worth writing? So, you know, for me, it's like, until we have that idea in the room that, uh, that I, you know, we all feel like lyrically, we want to tell a story about, uh, that that's usually like, I don't really want to dive in until I have that. Now there are times where we're just jamming and whatever, and it just kind of comes to life from that. But I personally like to have an idea or a you know a hook, if you will, before you start writing. There you go. Now, uh, if folks want to find out more information, not only about the single, about uh, upcoming releases, dates, uh, when those become possible as well, where can uh, where can folks get all that information? Man, I'm pretty active on all the social media outlets: uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. It's just it's my Tag is at Teddy Rob, T-E-D-D-Y-R-O-B-B. Uh, if you can't find it there, just go to teddyrob.com uh, or, uh, you know, listen to your local radio station. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, you, have, have you resorted to TikTok yet? You know what? So I, I, uh, I try to limit my time on social media, but I do have an awesome team that is, uh, they understand that, you know, that I kind of put limitations on how much I'll be on there, but we have begun, uh, TikToking, but it's really more just like me sending them videos and then they go from there on, <laughs> you know, got into it. It's a lot, man. I, I think that, uh, that's a, a topic I'm passionate about. And I think that social media is a, is an awesome tool. I think it can be really dangerous. And if, you know, if you're not careful and you can't, can't limit yourself. So 
having YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, if I'm trying to keep up with all those, I think I would go nuts. So I, I, I have a little help, thankfully. <laughs> there you go. Well, Teddy, again, thank you, my friend, for uh, for the time today. It's it's nice to get to get to meet you. Hopefully, uh, we get to spend some uh, some more time near future. Hey, great meeting you too. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad we got to do this. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. If you ever have a comment, question, anything else you'd like to know, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at GQ with Cam. If you'd like to help out in the funding for this podcast, feel free to click the support tab and follow the instructions. If you have a special guest idea, feel free to email me, gqwithcam at gmail.com. Again, thanks to Brandon Allen for coming up with the music for the podcast. We'll let him play us out and we'll be back with episode 61 coming up tomorrow.